welcome to the Mind Virus Podcast. Hi, Alex Jones here. We find ourselves in the Shire as a cross-faded Samwise Gamgee has stumbled his way to Bag End. Sam takes a swan dive into a flower bed as, as a relaxation play, but then discovers that the birthday boy, Bilbo Baggins, isn't alone. Gandalf the Grey, who hates globalists, is inside the hobbit hole. Son of a bitch. Suddenly, Gandalf notices Sam in a huge way. When the wizard accuses the young hobbit of eavesdropping, Sam, still sufficiently trashed from the party, replies, I ain't been dropping no eaves, sir, honest. Now, let's just take a pause here, unrelated to the story. I can't stand these demon vampires running the country. <laughs> okay, so, some stuff happens. And by the time Sam is sobered up, he finds himself on a quest to Mount Doom with Frodo Baggins. Great example of bros being bros. Something, I might add, that Hillary Clinton wants to take away from you. Uh, we've got the documents. Don't tread on me, you pot-bellied weasel snake. You're finished. You hear me? Done! Okay, <laughs> is there more to this? Or is that just uh, a short... <laughs> that is uh, AI Alex Jones. Oh, okay. Telling the story of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AI. AI's getting out of control. The Google Gemini AI's been in the news a lot if you're on the internet. Right. And some of the uh, results that it's spitting out are hilarious and terrible. Um, maybe we'll get into that. We had a few friends of the podcast text me examples of that last week mm -hmm. was it right after we podcasted the, the news i think hit? so i think we did we talk about it last week i think we did a little i bit. don't know i can't remember it seems so long ago last week yeah but uh yeah anyway there there's been a lot of backlash well the the goal the game was essentially to try to get this google gemini uh, advanced algorithm, whatever, to create uh, an image of a white male. <laughs> right. And it was... Right. It was struggling it, to it would do not, that. It wouldn't do it. But, but I, we've, some, some more nefarious stuff was, was discovered. For example, there was an author who wrote about unflattering things. He wrote a book about Google. And I was just reading about this this morning. I don't know much about it. Uh, the book that is, but the he got on Gemini and and asked about the book he wrote and the and Gemini created out of ex nihilo <laughs> created <laughs> negative reviews for the book and cited them and just lied said so and so at the such and such paper said it is an inaccurate and poorly researched really and those reviews don't exist. Mm. according to the author and he showed some screenshots and stuff but it's and then uh, there was somebody else so it's basically made up an angst-filled reality from which to draw its right conclusions somebody else had similar results about um uh i don't know if it was a review or just about the person but negative quotes that don't exist in the actual world but this stuff's dangerous because this is how people are getting information. And in a few years, this will all be forgotten. All this stuff about not being, you know, George Washington was black or whatever. And people will actually believe that George Washington was black. No, well, truth is vanishing. War is coming. I, I don't know why Tom Cruise gets to be involved in some of these 
big message movies, but uh, he is. There he is. There he is. Well, maybe, maybe there's more to Tom Cruise than we than we understand, or, and maybe there's maybe l- the Scientologists are ru- the Scientologists are running the world. <laughs> maybe they're just trying to warn us. Well, the whole premise of that show is that that they're they're linked into the AI, and the AI changes the reality for people what, yeah. from what they what they observe versus what they observe in their uh, digital equipment. And and AI is changing the reality. In, in this world. Well, it's trying right now, but there's a lot of resistance. Yes, but think of the masses, right? And That's the masses the aren't using Gemini, but, but the AI, if we want to just kind of lump that in, is like Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. It's this droning just cascade, this river of, of misinformation, disinformation, conspiracy theories, well, and lies. Back up, what are you saying? You're saying they're already using it? Cause, well, because that would be one of my contentions is that if if we're seeing it appear free to the public now, that it's been available for twenty years to the intelligence services oh, and yeah. the government. I think I think probably and so they the, probably have something far more sinister, far more well. It's uh, just developed. It, what what I was getting at is in the sense of that everything we hear from the press, from the mainstream news, the corporate news might as well just be ai generated nonsense cuz it's these bobblehead script readers they just they well, it's just not, get up there and they they read what's in front of them and they they don't comprehend it we've had lots of examples of that mm-hmm. there's manipulated messaging like it's incredibly dangerous right. for our democracy it's not accurate i mean i agree with you that it's not accurate the problem is it appears to be um manipulated spun to promote a certain agenda. And, and, right. and AI kind of is that way, but it appears to just be mostly woke, garbage, inventive, you know, Some inv- of it. inventing a lot garbage of just, Everybody, to, sound, all just the to sound tech, human. All the big tech bros are, are developing their own, right? And of course, Google's is, is beyond ridiculous, but that makes you wonder, you know, what else is Google manip- manipulating? We know they're manipulating search. Well, that's the big secret, is th- and that's where they want to keep the attention off of themselves. So they'll be happy if you're focusing on Facebook or Twitter for their censorship. Well, but the big, the big censorship is the Google um, search results. Yeah. That's the huge... I mean, 90% of searches are in the world are performed via Google. Right. They own the world. They own what you see when you look for something and the internet has essentially become god you know it's like if you want to know something you go ask the internet nowadays you don't right. have well, to that's... look very hard you just go type it into your search interface and in uh, on most android phones the search interface is just you know you're no longer using a browser you're using the little google right. search so you're getting even more limited results from that android google browser you know the the kind of the minimalist browser that's built in and you, people just talk to it, you know. You just you you pull it up. You say, "Okay, Google, um, what's the weather today?" Right. Or or you know, who's going to win the election? Or you know, every any query that How anybody do I get has anywhere. Yeah, any query that anybody has, they're they're going through this digital interface. Well, you remember the New Testament said, "If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of Google, who braideth liberally." <laughs> <laughs> braideth <laughs> meaning weaves a weaves sort of a rope around uh, your neck uh, it was flax a, and cords 
I think that's what the verse says. I, I think, think that's what it says in John, uh, what is it, James, the epistle of James. Something like that. Yeah. Mormon, Mormons should know that verse. He braideth liberally. I remember um, being a, a young missionary and having the, 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 the discussions. Remember the discussion booklets? And we shared that, that verse in, in James, James 1 5, right? When in telling the Joseph Smith story. And there was a little side note that said, Up, upbraideth, which is the word mm-hmm. in the, Upbraideth means to scold or. Yeah. Get out, you know, penalize or something. And I remember thinking, yeah, so. And, but I was surprised how many investigators, which is what we called them back then, um, would say, what does that mean? What's upbraided mean? And there's uh-huh. the note. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh-huh. That's why you got it. It just seems so long ago. I'm just questioning the reality of if that actually happened on my mission because, you know, nowadays it seems like, I keep hearing more about how a mission has become sort of a resort compared to <laughs> sort of a vacation, a vacation compared to what we well, had. I, we've got you a can, son. You can uh, c- correspond all the time. Now, are they having Christian rock concerts everywhere? Cause you sent me a link to an MTC Christian rock concert or something that looked pretty uh, out of character for non MTC. Yeah. yeah. Just out of character for what we were doing. You know, I don't know. I don't know the, whole story behind that is like a five second clip it sure looked like the mtc was it you think it might not have been well i mean again oh it's the internet you never we know. don't know truth it is sure looks like the mtc and i don't know when it was i don't know who the artist was you know the band but did it but, didn't it say mtc mission training center well that's just what the user who posted that uh, okay. he could have written you know this is in the celestial room of the moon <laughs> temple <you know? laughs> But we've got it. We've got a son on a mission, and it's it's definitely different than our era. Yeah. But yeah, we can we can text via Facebook, of course. Oh, you have to text through Facebook. You can't just you send him a regular those, text. You got to pump those shares. Really? <laughs> you can't just send like a regular text. No. Why not? It's only through Facebook. Why is Facebook okay? Because that's what the t- church has decided to use for missionary comms. Okay, hold that's on. That's how a we talk on P days, which is today. Through Facebook Messenger, they have like a, a video what, chat. What oh, would yeah. be the harm sending them just a regular text? I, assume I don't they even have, know the number for I that. I assume they have regular texts. I don't, I honestly, I don't know. But he has a cell phone. He has a cell phone, and I think he has a SIM card, but I don't have that number. Maybe my wife does. I don't know. But. So they do this so they can monitor everything because Facebook is a big intelligence gathering operation and the church is tied into it at some higher level than the rest of us. Big Brethren is watching. (laughs) Today is uh, Monday, February 26th, 2024. This is the Mind Virus Show. I'm Bobby Flood. And that is correct. And uh, Big Brethren is watching. We saw a job posting recently. The church is hiring people for their social listening team, analysts for their social listening team. Sounds like the Ken Garf advertising. (laughs) Those are people who, um, the social listening team's job is to monitor conversations online about the church. The euphemisms are amazing. You got to credit the the spin doctors. 
coming up with things like social listening Mm -hmm. instead of just saying monitoring and spying. Spying. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but anyway, um, are rock concerts happening everywhere? I don't think so, but being on a mission is probably 80-ish percent like it was when we were out there, but I think that 20% is significant. I sometimes fall down the rabbit hole of, scrolling instagram reels mm-hmm. and i'll come across a lot of depending on what i interact a lot of with dancing missionaries lots of dancing missionaries and one of the things i told my son said I, when he left i said do not become a dancing missionary just don't do it <laughs> which means they have they obviously have access to whatever they're po- i don't know if they're shared on instagram or if the missionaries use instagram or if they share them to facebook somehow or TikTok. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of missionaries doing like... Maybe these are AI-generated dancing missionaries. They're dancing missionaries. There's also like, they'll take a rap song or some other song and they'll like do little animations with their fingers like I'm doing. You can see me. You're yes, right. I can see. He's holding his finger up and, and moving it from and right to like left. And they'll like have like... Like a bouncing ball. will show up animated or the Book of Mormon. And it's like, I don't know who the audience for this stuff is. Yeah. And some of it looks like, I'll bet they spent all day working on that. So that's what they're doing on their missions is uh, online content? I mean, what's the work like? What, what do you hear from uh, it, uh, it's not, at Bobby least Jr.? In our case, it's not as online as I think it used to be in the COVID era. Yeah. I mean, he, he gets out, he, he knocks doors, there's referrals, you know, um, members. But they do spend, for example, like we, we had P days on Mondays, right? And by six o'clock or something, we had to be back into our mm-hmm. suits and mm-hmm. spend the evening doing regular missionary stuff. Yep. I it remember looks like that. he just gets to play basketball at, at night, Monday nights with, oh, really? with ward members and investiga- investigators, that sort of thing. So loosen that up, huh? At least but, in his mission. And, and I, I, I imagine it varies, just sort of like Bishop Brick Roulette. You've heard of that. I think it probably varies with Mission President Roulette. And he's in the this U.S. sounds ominous. Bishop Brick Roulette. He's in the U.S., so maybe that they're a little more leaning on certain things than if you were in a foreign country. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe it's vice versa. Maybe the foreign countries are more lenient. I don't know. Users or listeners, users, users, listeners, uh, chime in on that. But, Hmm. um, but yeah, strange things are afoot. There is some strange things. If you, if that concert in the MTC is what it claims to be or what the person who posted it claims it to be, that's a really, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but it's a huge departure from, you know, being in the MTC, being basically on lockdown. And singing hymns. I mean, this is a full-on, like, Christian revival-type rock concert. Mm-hmm. And you got... That's what it looked like. You got leaders up there on the front row bobbing their heads. and uh, It's just definitely a, a change of pace. But not the pace memo. The title was... A, about it was that. a Reddit. It was apparently full-blown concert at the MTC. Right. It looks like, you know, it's like a big room, one of those big auditorium rooms. Is that the main auditorium there? 
I don't know. I think I thought I ha- the, it's been a long I time. The big one got a new. I thought I thought they got a new one with the even bigger with the big revamp. But I I don't know honestly. I don't remember. The audience is all dressed up like missionaries. Though. So anyway, it's weird. And the and the uh, singer appears to be wearing a vest suit vest. Here's some uh, real headlines from real newspapers. Um, just, just to reinforce the clown world that we live in. Okay, let's have them. This is the New York Post uh, yesterday. Professor says being a Taylor Swift fan is slightly racist. Chief Super Bowl win was white supremacist conspiracy. Is that the same headline? Same headline. I don't know how both of those things can be true. So what we're saying is professors are weird, crazy people. Here's uh, we Axios. Don't have any professors listening to our show. Probably Axios is probably on its dying breath. Vice Media is gone. It's yeah. dead. Axios exclusive. In a rare interview, Hunter Biden tells Axios that quote We are in the middle of a fight for the future of democracy. End quote. And he sees his sobriety as crucial not only to his life but also to ensuring Donald Trump doesn't become president again. Okay, <laughs> that's a real news story. Uh, here's a trans, uh, or uh, sorry, the Salt Lake Tribune. After the trans bathroom ban and Governor Cox's comments attacking gender-affirming care, therapists say transgender Utahns and the wider LGBTQ plus community are feeling unsafe. Uh, okay. Um, there was another, uh, Axios one I wanted to share. It's incredible. Here's another Salt Lake Tribune one. Three Utah therapists share what they are hearing from their transgender patients and what Utahns can do to help them. And, a, I, and I, I, I suffered through the, the video of these therapists and they look pretty much like you'd expect them to look. And mm-hmm. it's just nonsense. It's just these, these Crazy therapists land. need therapy. Meanwhile, KSL, the local communist rag that's trying to indoctrinate the other side. This is one of their headlines. The pet products market is booming, but does your dog need a coat? <laughs> and it's like, just, my dog. you people are oblivious. Let's talk about pet coats. My, I don't it's have a It's got a picture dog, of two dogs. Dogs two, come two with coats. Dobermans in coats. Oh, man. Here's Axios again. By using the term open border, conservatives are falsely suggesting that anyone can get into the U.S. without much hassle. But the southern border is more fortified than it's ever been. I saw that. You got a picture of a guy behind barbed wire or something. Yeah. In which you can contrast with all the other pictures of people walking in. More secure than it's ever been. And, And that's kind of what I was getting at earlier with just the the media it's almost like it's just it's it's not even just lying to us it's just it's it's gone it's taken a lie and said how far can we can we go with this how absurd can we make these lies and well, here's a, have people still believe them let me give you a couple of other headlines from liberal news media this is like msnbc cnn stuff uh, get a load of these insane Christian nationalists who believed rights come from God and not the government. That's a headline on uh, 
Well, Christian nationalism is is the big boogeyman. Yeah. Gemini AI creates black versions of a Kamala Harris and Barack Obama. That's a AI headline. <laughs> is this the this is the Babylon? Oh, okay. good. You got it after the two. The first one had me head scratching, but but there was a professor. I think speaking of professors, or someone went on the news and said that that uh, it's it's white supremacist and Christian nationalism to claim that rights come from God. Everybody knows rights come from Congress. Yeah. Another MSNBC headline. Excited Netflix writers turn to Google Gemini for new show ideas. <laughs> I saw some pretty funny uh, parodies. And uh, I experienced what I think is some little Twitter censorship. I posted a picture in, in the wake of all of this google gemini stuff or in the midst of it i posted a picture of of the governor of utah and i said gemini draw me a picture of a woke weak and probably gay governor (laughs) (laughs) and that post disappeared i didn't get banned it didn't say hey we took this down it just disappeared i'm like it is gone and people had interacted with it, and those interactions were gone. Oh. And I searched my timeline for Gemini, because it's the only time I've ever used that word. And it shows up in the search, but it is not in the timeline. And so I you got wonder, shadow banned. And so then I made a tweet that just said, slash waves to the censors in the governor's office. <laughs> so I, I don't, it was really odd. It was really odd. And it only took a few, like a half an hour for it to disappear. And I don't know if somebody saw it. I tagged Cox in the, because you always got to tag him. <laughs> I thought you got banned from Cox. Well, uh, from his personal account. Yeah, a cock block. His Spencer J. Cox, Cox block, account. <laughs> his Spencer J. Cox account banned me, which means somebody saw something I said and took offense to it. That's but weird. his Gov Cox one, I can still interact with as of today. Well, Which it makes it easier because before I was having to troll both accounts <laughs> and hassle him on both accounts. But it, it's interesting, you know, you look at this, you look at comments like, for example, that Salt Lake Tribune uh, headline about the trans people not feeling safe in the bathrooms, which again is a, a, insane because we're going to make regular people and then majority of society the vast majority of society we're going to put them in danger by letting men into women's bathrooms on the off chance that some trans kid which by the way there's no such thing as a trans kid that's something that's been foisted upon a kid right like this therapist point out that you know kids as young as three or four can have gender dysphoria and we need to affirm that it's like you belong Hanging upside down from a bridge. It's really nasty what's happening out there. Well, the, but the Babylon being ca- it, it it hits one pretty uh, close to home for Donald Trump here with this top headline they've got today: New York prosecutor prosecutes couple for fraud for listing their house for four hundred ninety nine thousand dollars when it ultimately sold for four hundred eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> That is the crux of the huge uh, decision against Donald Trump out in New York City. And it's clear that judge was just being an activist because even in the trial, from my understanding, the bank said, this is normal. This is just normal business as usual. 
This is how it's done in the real estate yeah, world. Yeah, not just the bank. There were multiple right, banks. banks. Yeah, but it wasn't that they. It wasn't that they were saying we normally in, embrace fraud. They said no, we value things differently than our customers on a regular basis. Right. And it wasn't that material of a difference. It was just regular business. So this is the the word fraud having been put into this spins it in a whole different it's direction. Fraudulent. And then they find him like half a billion dollars or the judge did. But the point <laughs> is that if it can happen to Donald Trump, it can happen to you and it's going to happen orders of magnitude bigger for Trump. Of course, he's more high profile or whatever, but they'll go after whoever they want. I mean, he's, he's public. At least they weren't able to just throw him into an Alaskan prison or something like that. There are people- That's maybe that, the next step. There are activists, tax protesters, people that you don't know of that are in jail, You know, people that are right. less fortunate than, say, Julian Assange, less high profile, that have been uh, carted away to the American gulag that we are not aware of. These are a lot of people from the Pacific Northwest area, you know, the the libertarian or liberty-oriented areas that have been uh, sort of local activists that have gotten in trouble. There are, there are many examples of people like that. I can't think of any right off the top of my head, except for, uh, I'll just throw out Lavoy Finicum, who was shot in cold blood by the FBI hostage rescue guys or After whatever. After being ambushed. After being amb- ambushed and ran off the road, yeah. That's just one high-profile example, well, but there are plenty of... There's we January have political 6th. prisoners. Well, there you go. The January 6th political prisoners. We have political prisoners. They've been... They're more public, but they've been in jail for three years now? Some of them, yeah. For what? Right. For, right. for opposing the regime. Meanwhile, let, uh, th- meanwhile, here's the typical headline on KSL. Stay-at-home mom lets loose, mixes lights and darks on cold wash cycle. According to the Babylon Bee, this is a Draper, Utah story, so I thought I'd <laughs> throw that into the mix. Just to wrap up with the thoughts on the, that Salt Lake Tribune headline and Governor Cox, if you look at comments on the Twitter, like Cox is getting heat from both sides. You have he the, should. The left says, you're not trans enough, and the, the right says, you're a pander, pandering fool, and we know we know who he really is. When he first was elected, he was all in on the on the rainbow agenda, and maybe that was him pandering. Well, and the COVID agenda. Oh yeah, I mean he, they, he was all in on that before when he was lieutenant governor. The the Utah power structure is so subtle. When COVID hit and the legislators started to revolt, and they knew they didn't have the votes and the public support, then they had closed doors meetings. Yeah, no press allowed to shut down. You know, to change the direction just slightly so that it didn't get out of control for the governor's office, because there was a there was a revolt brewing, and they didn't have the legislature uh, support to get through what they wanted here in Utah. Well, the the legislature had to slap Cox's hand a couple times. Well, it wasn't. I don't know. And I think they they did it to help him save face a little bit. See, I think that. That may have been the case that the majority would have done that, but I think we're we're um, sort of not viewing exactly how this works. You have Speaker of the House position, you have you have the whip, you have all mm-hmm. these committees. The way it's structured is that power is not in the hands of your, even though you have a sort of a representative democracy in what we would call a republic. The power structure is uh, very party oriented. And 
so what bills get put forth go through certain committees, committee positions. Uh, there's a lot of quid pro quo, you know, quid, committee positions are handed out by the leadership. And so I don't, I, I don't think we realize how nefarious this was or how nefarious it generally is. The leadership kind of corralled their mid-level managers who are the people we elect and they indoctrinate, mm-hmm. right? The first thing that happens when you, if you get elected to Congress is you go through an orientation process, a training process. You're, you're given instructions on how to set up your office and, and provided money and staff and and they show you, you all the, the compromising video they've created with you. <laughs> that, oh, I don't know if it. that comes immediately, but <laughs> for Jason Chaffetz, that certainly. By came. the way, here's video we have on you. But you see what I'm it's saying? It's all fake, but the public won't know that. You see what I'm saying is that I'm sure that the leadership had some sort of a a, a groundswell revolt going on amongst the legislature and then they said okay 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 we're gonna have a closed doors meeting here and they said clearly you guys i mean it's like a mexican standoff clearly Mm -hmm. you guys are not going to go along with this but what we're not going to do is give any power to the people right what we're not going to do is let the truth out what we're not going to do is damage the power of the executive branch. I'm just imagining that something like that happened. I don't have any Well, it's insane uh, that there evidence, was a, except for what we saw in the, in the media. It's insane that there was a closed door meeting with no press allowed in the House of Representatives in our state. Right. That makes it every, not it's not a House of Representatives. Every single meeting they hold should be public. Everything they do should be public. Well, state security. Right. Right. Mhm. That's uh, why yeah, that's why the governor could spend $250,000 of state money, tax money on yeah. upgrading his personal home. Yeah. Everything Security. Everything now is off limits to you and I because it might um endanger national security or state security or whatever. For right. some reason the terrorists care about the terrorists how much watch we're... C-SPAN. That's how they make their plans. <laughs> Well, we the point is, us regular plebes, we don't we're not part of the club. It's a big club. We're not part of it, and Utah. We don't get their, to know what they're doing. Utah showed their hand during the pandemic. We don't even get to know fifty years after the fact. I mean, there there's so much stuff since post World War II, the Kennedy assassination, whatever. The the government's still fighting, and and Pfizer. You know, basically, is singing the same song. They wouldn't. They they literally straight faced went to the government and said, "We don't want to disclose any of our information on how bad these vaccines are for seventy five years." Right. And the government said, "Okay." Kind of. They said, "No, but okay." Well, after why a don't lot you of- disclose? They said, "Well, why don't you? We're going to pretend to um, side with the public here, but." Who's even following that up? Speaking of Donald Trump, I, I got some Donald Trump here for you. This better not be Gemini Donald, Donald Trump. From the day that we arrive on the planet and blinking, step into the sun. It's so bright. I've looked into the sun. Very bright sun. (laughs) And there is more to see than can ever be seen, believe me. More to do 
than can ever be done. And we're going to be so busy. Some people call it the circle. <laughs> I call it the circle of life. <laughs> that is uh, He's quoting the Lion King. That is Trump singing the Lion King. <laughs> and that was not AI. That was a an impersonator. Oh, an impersonator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's a banana. <laughs> Thought, what oh, language man. are we speaking here at first? Yeah, right. Well, in other news, what's Nikki Haley doing? <laughs> I mean, she's we, winning. We, don't, we really don't. We really don't talk a lot of politics here, but it's just gone biz- like strange, bizarro world. Not even, not even like good comic book bizarro, but it's like yeah, just she, bizarro, bizarro. I don't know. It's I. I think she's just staying in the race to make money and to. She was the former governor. She's she is she was she is the former governor of South Carolina. Right. She lost by twenty points, and the media is spinning that as a damaging loss to Donald Trump. Yeah. Because Joe Biden won uncontested with ninety five percent of the vote in (laughs) some primary somewhere. In South Carolina. In South Carolina. Yeah. When he ran uncontested. Right. So five percent of the people voted for somebody else when there was only one option. Well, Nikki Haley lost in Nevada to none of the above. Well, she lost, though. She didn't win. Right. She lost to (laughs) anybody else. Anybody else. But so they're spinning this as a damaging loss to Trump. Again, I I just can't help but think that Donald Trump is the kayfabe heel. But Well, uh, I was surprised how fast other candidates dropped out. Like, they were dropping out even before the primary, some of them. Well, I mean, he, they, the Trump machine, Trump is essentially the vote for anybody else right now, anybody but Biden, anybody but the globalists. So I can see why America, it's, you know, don't throw me in the briar patch. We're not allowed to talk about Song of the South, right? Well, it's been banned. It's been banned, but, you know, Br'er Rabbits, Rabbits, don't throw me in the briar patch. We're, we're, we're in a situation where, America is going to vote for anybody but the establishment because everybody's, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are waking up and they know that we don't want to do what they say we want to do. Right. I should give some credit to some of these. For the AI? Yeah. I got to get my... Or the, the comedian, the per- impersonator, the Trump impersonator. Uh, both. Let me try to find that. Just, 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 just so. We know. Well, anyway, I just, it's weird. What, what is Nikki Haley doing? That's a good question. She's, she's losing. She's losing a lot. And I don't know why she's still in the race. It could be some sort of foil. It could just be stubbornness or delusion. I and mean, she's definitely deluded. I mean, she called herself a, a little brown girl from the South and how she had to grow up every day with racism and hate and bullying because she's a little brown girl in the South. What? And that's she's white, what, isn't she? Well, I was she like, claimed to be black. She claims like she has some Indian heritage, but you'd never know that I guess, looking at her. I guess if you do, if you run her through Gemini, she's black. <laughs> right. But I, I'm just Indian wondering: heritage. is any of this? Is any of it real? Like, like we're talking about? Is any of it real that we're experiencing right now? No, no. Okay, uh, the Trump, I don't know if he was the originator of it, but where I found it on the, the Trump, or the, sorry, the Alex Jones reading AI, AI that came from uh, 
someone on Twitter called Dr. Maverick Alexander. And the way I actually saw it was Alex Jones retweeted it and said the Tucker Carlson one is better. <laughs> so, so, man, there's a Tucker Carlson one out there. I could, we could look for that. And then the TikTok came from somebody on TikTok called Mason Hunter. So you can do with it what you will. Okay, maybe we'll try to find links to that. I'm tired of giving sources. It doesn't even matter. The sources are all made up. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, it, it, what's real, what's not real. I mean, the, a, the AI thing is, is a big deal right now. But this whole, like, this, this whole Republican primary is goofy. And we had a pretty common sense, like old school candidate that would have won in a normal world in, in DeSantis. But he didn't even really put up a fight. Well, how, and now, he would have won because he was an establishment oriented. No, more, I think he would have. He would have won because he's just a. He seems to be like just a common sense, small government type guy, and maybe that's not. Well, but really he's all, who he I is, think the but, problem was everybody realized he was taking money from the the wrong people. He was he was still willing to compromise with the establishment, and everybody's had enough. So Donald Trump represents the vote of but don't Donald compromise Trump, with the establishment. We, do we forget that he was the president for four years and that he didn't inflated the establishment? He signed the CARES Act. Let's not forget that. He, uh, he had a bunch of statists and globalists in his White House. Let's not forget that. Well, we've had listeners remind us that basically the, the Senate leadership, McConnell and those guys, came to him and said, look, you're going to put our guys in, otherwise we're not going to approve any of your cabinet people. Which is a, it's a legitimate holdup in the way the system works. Right. Maybe. I mean, he had some people that he liked in there, and they ran him out. I mean, they, they character assassinated Flynn. Yeah. They ran Steve Well, they didn't just character assassinate him. They indicted him. Yeah, they ruined his career or yeah. tried to. Yeah. And, of course, all of that stuff has proven to be a bunch of malarkey, the whole yeah. Russia, Russia, Russia. But what are we going to talk about today? Well, one more Babylon Bee headline. You may have heard of AI, but did you know there's another wise, all-knowing friend you can talk to day or night? Op-ed by Chet Skatington, youth pastor. <laughs> if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of Google. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Speaking of religion, I was, there was a Zero Hedge article about the religion of the state and and a lot of the stuff we see going on now and themes we've touched on right where they these people they really do believe in this religion and it's not in so much satanism but it's like luciferian worship and they drew the roots back did you see this article they drew the roots of this way back to like the late 1800s to a woman named something or other Blavatsky. Did yeah. you read the Brandon Smith article on the on the religion of the occult? No, but I I Is read that, that was it alt market Brandon Smith? No, I, unless that was it linked on it was on Zero Hedge. Zero yeah. Hedge. Maybe he he was the writer. I read that it. one. 
Let's see. Let me let me pull it up real quick. But the thing that really stood out to me was that this is a real thing for these people. And a lot of these folks are in positions of power. The headline was, to understand the globalists, we must understand their psychopathic religion. Right. And I, yeah, it, I didn't realize it was Brandon Smith. Yeah. Wrote. Now, I understand something about esotericism and the history of esotericism. And so, you know, he he, he talks about... Blavatsky having co-founded this Theosophical Society right. in New York in 1875. Right. Yeah. And uh, his assertion is that the power structure is tied in with these esoteric crowds. And there's, a, there's been a long time, uh, what would you call it, idea out there that the Masons are running the world or these secret groups are running the world or Skull and Bones mm-hmm. is running the world, whatever. Right, that they're that essentially secret combinations, or right, or these esoteric groups that have secret combinations within them. So, so it's not a new idea. He just he just goes back to the uh, the Theosophical movement, but, which I think he he I think he painted with too broad of a brush in his article. Well, I think the point is that the people involved in in these organizations or institutions have their religions and they believe them as fervently as you and I believe ours that and they believe that they're divinely appointed that they're doing God's work when they say when they try to kill you know you. 80% of the population of the planet or when they that's John chapter 16 verse 2 they will kill you and say that they're doing God's service right these people they will live, put you they out literally of the believe that, and it, it, is, de- it is their religion. They will deplatform you, and they will kill you, saying they're doing God's service. And and so we look at this and we say, oh, these guys are like cartoon character villains, you know, some of these like WEF types. And in their own minds, they're not cartoon character villains. They're they're doing the they're doing the Lord's work, and we're just ignorant. We're just we're we're fighting that. We are the heathens. We're the evil incarnate. <laughs> it's just it's the dirty masses who are unenlightened. I mean, was it John Kerry or Al Gore who basically said that at one of these conferences? You know, we yeah. we're chosen to implement this uh, new world order. We're we're the ones that have God's chosen people. We're. Well, the, this, we're the god kings. Yeah, this alt market thing. I mean, I, I'll link to the article. You, you could read it. It's interesting. He mostly talks about Luciferianism—the idea that Lucifer comes up in a way that's not bad. They'll mm-hmm. say that his name means light bearer. They'll associate him with Prometheus in Greece or mm-hmm. something like that. There's there's a fine line. See, the problem is that the the quote Christian nationalist movement that they're trying to uh stereotype all these Christians who are nationalists. Mm-hmm. There the problem is that modern Christianity, if you're if you're Mormon, you should have a, a a bit of a feel for this, right? Modern Christianity doesn't quite get it right. And so they they they've spent a lot of time persecuting people like Mormons who believe in a concept that if we're going to use, I think, Joseph Smith terminology, we'd, we'd call it eternal progression, which is a very Gnostic or sort of New Age idea. And that is that you, Bobby Flood or whoever, uh, are an eternal being and that you're here as part of your journey and that there's a war going on and you're going to go on 
in the after this life to continue to become greater and greater until you become just like God, mm-hmm. right? Well, that is blasphemy in pretty much most of the traditional Christian religions. So this Christian national side of things, if you're if you're on the other side of that coin, if you're if you really believe in Joseph Smithian Mormonism, you kind of got to go, oh, well, they're, they're co-opted. They're following sort of a Luciferian apostate religion where they've taken the true Christ out of it, and they have this caricature of Christ that they worship, which has now become Jesus is your bro, right? right? He gets us. He gets us. That's, that's kind of the way it's become. So, so I think that uh, if, I, if I've read Brandon Smith right, he's part of that traditional Protestant American Christian um, mindset. Mm-hmm. And I, I know a lot, of the, a lot of the survivalist types are. They're, they're pretty hardcore Christian, and they've got their doctrine. They, they know their doctrine. They know their, uh, you know, kind of well, what, what the tradition— it's, it's very traditional. It's very conservative Christian American religion. And what the— Cabal's trying to do is is throw this boogeyman out there called Christian nationalism, painting people like that, like Brandon Smith or us, mm-hmm. as a threat to the country, as potential white supremacists, mm-hmm. as potential domestic terrorists. No one can really define Christian nationalism or show me an example of it in practice. Well, I think they're perfectly that, that's happy. That's actually a threat, right? Like. But but it's out there. It's this boogeyman, and that's what I'm worried about. Is that they're perfectly happy to have Donald Trump running the country with a bunch of Christian nationalist momentum. Problem is they've they've done such a good job dividing the country. There's that's the question: Are we going to world war, or are we going to civil war, or both? <clears throat> well, first civil war, and then the then the invaders come in and, and divide up the country. Something that's been proven over the last few years is that the left, broadly speaking. The left is far more willing to go burn down the country than the right. We've seen that with the summer of love. <laughs> we call it that amazing. 2020? Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't traditional Christian conservatives out there turning over cars and lighting them on fire. It was the left. Well, the, the biggest, uh, most glaring craziness, I think, of that episode was the Kyle Rittenhouse episode. Right where you got a young kid who goes out to defend people and property and ends up in court fighting for his life because he had to defend his life with a firearm. Right. And they caught it on tape, dragged the guy through the mud, and it was obvious to anybody who'd seen the initial reports that the kid never should have been charged. Right. Or the initial, the, the evidence that was initially available was obvious he should never have been charged. Right, and he's one of the few guys who's had who'd been charged with anything in in the wake of of all of that. Right, right. The 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 left, quote unquote, the status side or whatever, mm-hmm. the anarchist status side. I don't. <laughs> is that a fair co- contradiction of terms? They destroyed property, injured, killed people, and nobody out there was prosecuted. They were beating up reporters. You know, there's well, just they, they killed people. People yeah. were killed. Nobody has been prosecuted except for the Christ, quote, Christian nationalist side. Well, so if the left is still the side that's willing to burn down the country, then 
making sure Donald Trump is the next president of the United States is a really great way to get the left out into the streets to burn down the country. <coughs> if that's what they want. If they want a country that's burning down and a place that is volatile enough to spark a civil war or civil battles, civil wars, you know, smaller regional conflicts across the United States. If you want to plunge the United States into a hot war, you know, taking the culture war hot, then that's a great way to do it. Well, I think what they want is just both sides to fight, 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 right. fight, and then and it's then the doesn't ant, matter doesn't matter who yeah doesn't matter who wins. We'll we'll take the winner. Oh no! It, both sides are going to lose. The winner's going to be the the statists, right? The oligarchy, the ones trying to because they'll either this. they'll either. I mean, you get to pick America. You can have a you can have a in name only Christian nationalist movement that's basically oppressing the other side, or you can have the woke transgender movement winning and oppressing the other side. It doesn't matter because once they get control and they enact all of their laws and... Both sides are going to be lined up and shot. And we're all going to... The rest of us... Then the oligarchy takes total control and changes it into 1984 The survivors are going to be left and there will be no left or right. There'll be no opinions. You will be... It'll be Hunger Games. ...herded into 15-minute cities with your digital ID and your social credit score and your ration of bug paste and i that sounds hilarious and it sounds ridiculous it's we're five years from that being a reality without some some major changes we're we're five years from essentially you're a year or two after digital currencies being issued from being completely and utterly imprisoned and yeah, you could go out in the wilderness or the rural farms or the ranches or whatever, and you could survive for a while. But when the trucks aren't delivering to the stores and you have one crop failure, you know, your eight ears of corn don't grow that year, you're dead. Yeah. Black pill. I just want to know, speaking of black, how did the Google AI guys decide that it was going to fly to have black Nazi soldiers? Did you see? Did you because, see the main guy behind it all? Have you seen his tweets? No, but I'm He's just saying. He's a self-loathing, miserable white guy, white liberal woke guy. Yeah. He hates his own race. He hates his life, apparently. He's just one of these miserable guys who leads a team of miserable people. Have you ever seen the movie Iron Sky? No. The Nazis establish a base on the backside of the moon, <laughs> and our astronauts go up. And one of the astronauts is black, and he gets captured by the Nazis, and so they medically change him to be white <laughs> and send him back to Earth. <laughs> you got to watch Iron Sky. I mean, well, it, you know, a little gallows humor. You want to say, you, you ask the question, how does it come up with black Nazi soldiers? And my response is that AI blackface is best blackface. Okay. Because that's essentially what they're doing. They're just yeah. making these historically white figures black. Isn't that the same as blackface? Well, not if Google does it. Oh. It's okay. uh, freedom for me, not for thee. That's not freedom. It's just brainwashing. Okay. 
whatever they mind want. Mind control. It's whatever they want for them, nothing for you. It just proves that, again, it proves you say, how does this happen? Well, the, the people who make this stuff, AI isn't just spontaneously combust or, or sprout up from the earth. Like it, it's created by people, and these people have agendas and they, they program it in there. They program it in there to be uh, insanely insane, just nuts. Like, well, last week, I think we titled the um, episode Breakpoint or Point Break or Breaking Point. Oh, that was a good one for AI. If you want to go to mindvirus.show, did you see the picture that I had? Because mm-hmm. we were talking about breaking points. So I, of course, titled the episode Point Break mm-hmm. in honor of our, favorite, our two favorite surfing shows, Point Break <laughs> and Point Break. <laughs> One with Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves and the other with some forgettable people. But uh, did you see this picture? Yeah, I was looking at it going, that's a goofy looking. That's, that's, the, that's I, a, I wondered if you had that's a Photoshop. AI. That's a Photoshop amalgamation of three different AI uh, graphics where the prompt was surfboards and guns. Did you do that? Yeah, um, I did. Well, I to, th- and this is the thing. I, like m- one of my kids, he's in, into AI and he like, look at what I made with AI. It's like, well, you didn't make that. You just told it to make. Right. So I made this with AI. Right. But the great thing about this picture is not just the guys with the surfboards and the strange looking guns, but where did this car thing come from? Yeah. I don't know. There's always, uh, oftentimes in AI, there's some strange little... It's like, like a an- jet car anomaly that gets thrown in there. <laughs> it's like a jet car got thrown in, but yeah, the the surfboards—they're all like these distorted-looking surfboards, and then pseudo commando dudes with their their uh, pants rolled up. It's getting <laughs> walking on the beach. It's getting really <laughs> good, though. These some of these AI generators, and the scary one is text to video. I this saw guy's one gun with- is as long as a surfboard. I saw him with like a puppy playing in the snow and it was completely AI generated and it looked really good. And admittedly, I wasn't using any really good AIs. I was using the, right. f- the freest free one that I right. could find on the free internet. Yeah, these AI companies are these, these, the AI companies are just the big tech, but they want you to pay for them. Are they, some of them, it looks like most of them at least want you to log in. They want you to log in and then they, to really get the good features, you have to pay for them. I'm not willing to do that yet. I'm. What would be the use? I can see Zero Hedge is using them. Zero Hedge is using a certain style a of, of AI. People are using them at work. They're using Chat GPT to come up with work reports and and starters for you know marketing campaigns. This is the end of our society. It's going to just blow up because you can't. Well, yeah, you can't undo it. You can't bring a knife to a gunfight. You can't bring. Um, I've False. Said, you can't bring incorrect information to your stock trades. You gotta. You know what I mean. Like at some point, somebody's going to lose a billion dollars, and then somebody's going to lose a trillion dollars. Well, then it's at all some over. point, it's just going to, it's just going to drop bombs. I've said a lot. Deep fake is going to cause a war. Well, you can you can see what they're doing. Like here on Zero Hedge, you'll see them put these photos, these these AI photos of a hot babe in front of stock trading stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it's some headline that's just... Well, there's a whole industry... Go- it's financial gobbledygook, and they want you to just click on the thing and read the There's a whole industry of like Instagram babes getting likes and comments and making money off these accounts, and they're, they're AI. The models are AI. So some bro is behind the account, just 
creating these images and they're photorealistic and people interact enough to where they you can monetize the account and they're fake it's all fake it's it's like the the line between reality and and this sort of this is how we descend into something like a ready player one or metaverse we don't need the goggles. It's just I don't know that, that we have everything in front of us is going to be fake. Yeah, I don't know that we have the time. Everything on a screen will be fake. Yeah, I don't know if we have the time for the technology to develop that far. Like literally, it's so bad. Aren't people going to realize I'm talking to fake? This they is, don't I can't, realize it though. They don't. I mean, look at the way people interact and argue with bots on Twitter every day. And they don't realize it. You're giving people too much credit. <laughs> people are in a trance, right? And they see something on the news and they believe it's real. Like, and the news that's is, that's been going on for decades, right? But it's not changed. They see some. They see a picture in the newspaper. They read a headline. They never click the article, so they read a headline that says. You know, transgender kids feeling unsafe in the bathroom. So they, what you're saying is they look at some sort of a thing online, social media post, headline, whatever. They, they look at it and they're like, oh, this isn't doing it for me. It looks fake, whatever. So they just switch to another fake headline that does it for them. That, that, I don't even that satisfies think, their... I don't even think uh, the majority of people say that's probably fake. I just think they read it and go, well, that happened. And Like we read the MTC... Right. Thing. The MTC rock concert. Right. Christian rock concert. Did it really happen? I don't know. It well, we're speculating convincing. as to whether it happened. But the I point guess, being, I, I people are I guess since you sent it to me, I, I considered it to be true news, not fake news. People are conditioned, though, to when something really convincing that's not true, that's not real at all, right? Whether it's AI or deep fake or some combination of both. For example, you know, we've brought up that Queen video that was the queen of england not freddie mercury remember her like farewell speech that was completely fake that fooled a lot of oh, people isn't it like a christmas address or something yeah yeah and they said the, the thing was they said it was fake yeah when but they people launched people it. don't read words right they just but imagine something that wasn't they didn't say hey this is fake imagine it's president trump right he's he wins the election in november and next year, a year from now, in, in February or March 2025, he gets up there on TV in, in the Oval Office or the Rose Garden Office or whatever and says, we're dropping nukes on Russia today. And what if it, and, and it causes panic and it was all fake. It was all AI generated that someone created. Or, and it fooled the news headlines and everybody. I mean, that, that's a real possibility here where, where something like this that nobody realizes is a deep fake or AI is just accepted as real. And there's probably ones out there that we've already Well, that's why we accepted. need a digital ID. That's why we can't have anonymity on the internet because only, right, that'll be approved what people, only approved people should be in charge of giving us fake information. And at that point, you know that everything is fake and everything is a lie and our minds are being controlled. Well, I think we're close. We're, that's we've, what I'm, uh, that's we've, what I'm we've speculated on that. We're yeah. right there. 
I mean, look at what we did in 2020. Everyone put on their masks and they stood behind the plexiglass and they lined up. You and- still got plexiglass in places. Do you remember? Do you, do you go to the store and then end up leaning around every the plexiglass? Every time. Would- but you end up leaning around it to talk and to the so guy. And so does the cashier. Yeah, it's like, hey, let me lean over here. Even in the moment, I made a point. I, I was kind of obnoxious, but I would make a point to, to lean over, partly because I could hear better, but also oh, to yeah. say, this does nothing. <laughs> And I would never wear a mask. But do you remember Do you remember during the height of all of that, driving by some of these random testing locations and seeing people waiting for hours in their car to get a COVID test? Like, the question is, statistically, just, how much is it enough of society to cause all of society to shift? Or are, are we that populous that we have that many crazy people running around? Because is it is it fifty? This is why we wanted to do the Walmart poll and talk to people, and Look we're just at, too lazy to do that. But how statistically, how much of society is going in these directions? The the masks told us all we need to know. Ninety percent of people around us had masks. Okay, on. you make you make a compelling argument with that last statement. The masks told us all, and we I need think to that know. was the point of the masks. The they wanted to see like how. How and in Utah, compliant are these And remember, guys? in Utah, the masks didn't take hold until the church told you to. Right. Yeah, the April 2020 General Conference, the brethren did not wear masks. Now, they had a remote conference. And none of them died. None of them died, even though a bunch of them tested positive. But that's because they're grateful for the effective vaccine that made their symptoms much, well, they much knew it more was, mild. They knew it was coming the next year. Through, their by, fi- through the Pfizer channels. By October, by October, they were wearing the mask. And they had a bunch of statements, you know, around that time, masks. It was Christ-like to wear a mask, yeah. Jesus Christ wears a mask. <laughs> he does. I've seen the pictures. You can get them on AI. <laughs> but the, black. Po- the point being the masks, and, and, and you could go back and listen to some of our first 50 episodes or so. We talked a lot about <laughs> masks. <laughs> Because they were so symbolic and, and they were out, they, they were so important for the powers that be because they were outward symbols, right? They know, they know now that, they, that they've got people. Now, maybe there's a lot of people along the way who said, you know what, that was really dumb. I'll never do that again, right? You'll never wear a mask again. But you'll probably line up to get some kind of a shot, that uh, uh, anti-radiation shot in, the, in, the, in a nuclear scare, or you'll turn in your guns An anti- or your food storage. I've been watching the X-Files lately. It reruns of the X-Files, right? Mm-hmm. They, they lined it up. I mean, it's like we're going to have an alien vaccine, an alien uh, virus you got to get the vaccine to protect you from the invading space aliens. Yeah, the the space COVID. Well, it turns you into a, a crazy person or... So you uh, qualifies you to work for the Senate? <laughs> well, the, wasn't that the premise that there was a... I haven't gotten all the way through it. I but, don't remember now. It's been years since I watched They X-Files. were trying to create some sort of an inoculation against what was coming so that we could be the slave race for the aliens rather than just die off. Well, we are the slave race for the aliens. The aliens like Al Gore and Elvis Presley and 
it's the Simpsons. I put I right. posted that before the the episode where it's like Kang and Konos uh, come out of their Bill Clinton and Al Gore suits, right? And you have to vote for one of us. Well, I'll vote third party. You'll throw your vote away. <laughs> Just an interruption here, uh, aside from the story. I really hate the vampires that are running this country. <laughs> they got that, that Alex they Jones got it right. was great. But yeah, um, it's always been, it always boils down to freedom, freedom and liberty versus captivity and death. Yeah. That's the theme, that's one of the major themes in the Book of Mormon. It's what our founding fathers, all the, all of the multiracial founding fathers uh, are the argument they made. It's what they fought and died for. <laughs> Did you just say multiracial founding fathers? Well, I was reading something online here. That's what that's I what saw. The pictures. Google AI says. <laughs> Did you know that Barack Obama is a d- direct descendant of George Washington? <laughs> okay. So the here, here I want to know what you think of this because uh, apparently the New York Times is reporting that the CIA has twelve secret spy bases that they put into Ukraine. I saw something uh, like that. at the around the time of the Maidan Revolution. Mm-hmm. What do we make of that? Because that's the New York Times is pushing that information. Well, where did I see somebody said? I think it was Nancy Pelosi said most of the money we give to Ukraine is coming right back to the U.S. to make the weapons. I think that was. Uh, it's like oh, you just Victoria Newland. It might have been her as well, and she's heavily. Involved. It was probably all Joe Biden said something she's like that. She's heavily involved with the with the revolution Newland is. But, but the, yeah, they're, they're admitting, they're they're that, admitting that we've been over there destabilizing the country and fighting the Russians. Uh, but they probably, do they spin that in a good <laughs> thing? Like, hey, this is awesome. We're over here. Well, I only, read the, the I only read the Zero Hedge report because I want the spin of the other side. Right. But <laughs> it's like, it sounds to me like from the quips that they, the quotes that they put into their article that, yeah, New York Times is spinning this this as if it's good. Right. Like well, well of we course know, we're fighting. We, the we know that the US overthrew the Ukrainian government in 2014 or so. I mean, yeah, but Joe, why who why and why now? Right? Where are our coronavirus friends or corona circus friends? Why are they not posting anymore? I think they're in bunkers somewhere in the mountains underneath the Alps or something. I don't I haven't checked up on that site in a long time. But yeah, who, why, and what now? I mean, it's the same thing like with Joe Biden. They're laying the groundwork to get him out of there. So the liberal left, leftist sources are saying, oh, he's done an incredible job. Best president of my lifetime. Just one of the, one of the most transformational presidents ever. And uh, he, needs to be a, he needs to retire in, in dignity and grace. And he's done such a wonderful job. And now it's time to hand the reins over to... Somebody that's a little more vibrant and a little younger, like uh, who was saying this? Just that's just sort of the general. No, that's the. But yeah, and you can see the shift, right? It's clear that like Biden hasn't been mentally fit at all for like eight or ten, (laughs) eight or nine years. (laughs) I mean, you look at clips of him when he was vice president, and yeah, he said a lot of dumb things, but his you could tell he was mentally sound right at some point he but the difference is stark is what i'm saying and it's 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 like it's not even a question i mean the guy gets up there in a in a press conference and goes 
We're going to have to be here today. Damn the world. My son, Bo, is still alive. I hate the ice cream. Chocolate chip cookies. Like, the guy's lost. The guy's completely... He has all the symptoms of dementia. And to deny that is just to deny reality. But they're spinning it hard, talking about how awesome he is. and But they're laying the groundwork. That's the point here, right? They're mm-hmm. laying the groundwork for a change. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Gavin Newsom or a suspended election because the alien invasion or an alien president. Or if it's Trump and hopes to... R- Rally the Christian nationalists. Well, yeah, remember, we speculated that Trump would win the 2020 election and really swing hard to the right and get the right kind of crazy, you know, And that there would up. be a civil war or some right. sort of a civil conflict right at that point. But, but maybe the plan, if there is a plan, is to... Do that this time? Do it around this time with him winning this glorious comeback victory. You know, I'm back. I'm back in the White House. It's the best White House. It's glorious White House. It's mine. <laughs> but they bring it back, and that's going to send the left into a frenzy. That's going to send them. They are going to riot and burn, and maybe that gets the right into a reactionary state where they feel like, well, we got to go and quell this rebellion or something. Yeah. But it's going to. If they want to shake the jar of ants, really, really shake them, that's how you do it. You well, get, I think you, you would you have Trump win the election. I think you would have you would see America you would see Donald Trump turn on a dime if they were able to manufacture an attack between Russia and the United States. All right. of this, all of all of the alt media or new media expose on what's happened over there notwithstanding, if we had a nuclear attack or anything like that happen. I mean, the machine would turn on, and it would be war between the two of us. It wouldn't even quick. have to be a real attack. It could be an AI-generated attack. Yeah. Well, like we've said before, the bom- I think the bombs will go off, but we'll be dependent on the le- legacy, the traditional media, and government sources to tell us who to hate, where the, where the missiles came well, from. Well, they tell us who to whatever. hate every day. It's, it's no, Trump we'll, and Russia. I know, but we're going to... So we already know who to hate. Yeah. It's Trump and Russia. It used Russia to be Osama bin Laden. Yeah, it used to be Osama bin Laden. And we, we, it used to be Russia and the Soviet Union. We grew up being told we have to hate them. Yeah, and then for a minute it was Osama bin Laden and the Islamist terrorists. Right. Now it's Trump and Russia, but will it pretty soon just be Russia and Trump is leading us? Because th- remember the 1984 scene? We quoted this on the show. We put the text on the website somewhere where they're having the big rally, the two minutes of hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somebody hands the speaker a paper and he switches enemies mid-sentence. Yeah, and, every, and the banners change and everybody yeah, they, then the, hates the, the kids. The kids, they, they talk about the little youth groups that go and mm-hmm. everybody, everybody looks around and says, oh, how, how could the enemy have infiltrated our our town square and then they change all the banners and they tear down the propaganda and put new propaganda up. Yeah. I mean, we would, that's what's going to happen or it's a possibility. They could turn, they could just substitute Russia with apple pie and we would hate apple pie in this country. It's like that lemonade in in the case, in the space of 10 minutes. It's like the lemonade clip that uh, one of our friends 
posted from uh, right. the House of Usher. Right. That's why you've got to turn off the traditional media and try to discern, or better yet, pray for the gift of discernment so you can know what is real, what is fake, what is true, what is false. Well, you may have heard of AI, but did you know there's another wise, all-knowing friend you can talk to day or night? <laughs> Chet Scaddington, <laughs> Skatington, <laughs> youth pastor. Let's, well, let's read this. Okay. Let's read this, because... <clears throat> see what Chet has to say. Okay, so how, how come I'm getting in? There we go. He says, fam, you may have heard about this new thing people are calling artificial intelligence. It's like having an all-knowing friend you can message at any moment. See, that's Google right now. Anyway, because it literally never sleeps. You can ask things like, can you eat hot dogs frozen? Or, where did I park my bar's bicycle? <laughs> it's always there waiting for you to talk to it. Sound familiar? You may know artificial intelligence, but did you know there is someone else all-knowing who literally never sleeps? Someone else who you can ask anything and is always there for you? Well, there is, and his name isn't Grok or Gemini. His name is Jesus. <laughs> what if instead of asking AI our questions, we instead brought them to Jesus? What if instead of putting prompts into ChatGPT, we waited on prompts from the Holy Spirit? If the power goes out, you may not be able to access Grok, but you can always access Jesus. You don't even have to type your questions in. You can just talk right to him, just like you would talk to Alexa. But unlike Alexa, Jesus always understands what you're trying to say. Let's start tuning, let's start turning to a different, all-wise, all-knowing friend, one who never goes offline, one who never has to be reprogrammed to stop being racist. Let's bring our questions to Jesus. And if anyone knows where I parked my bike, please call the church office and ask for Chet. <laughs> okay. Funny. Okay. That, that was too I close just, to true. I just, while you were reading that, I pulled up Gemini AI and it says, hello. And then it knows my name. It knows your name. Hello, Bobby. How can I help Does you Does it say today? Bobby? No. <laughs> no. Wow. It says Bobby Flood. Mm. Let's see. Chat, <clears throat> Mr. Chet Gemini, who, who Chet is... Chet Scaddington. Who is Jesus? Oh, I thought you were going to ask who is Chet, Chet Scaddington. Let's see what Gemini says to who is Jesus. It's uh, thinking. Here's a comprehensive description of Jesus, incorporating insights from various sources and aiming to be informative while respectful of different well, viewpoints. Hold on a second. So this, this AI is so sanctimonious as to, it has to give you its methodology in advance to tell you you should believe me because, I, because I'm aggregating lots of, I'm being fair-minded, I'm aggregating all yeah, this information. Yeah. So it's, really, it's actually giving you a sales job. It's, right. it's what, uh, I've got a friend who calls this saucing the taco. Don't <laughs> sauce the taco. Just let people <laughs> sauce the taco on their own. All right, here's a comprehensive description of Jesus. Incorporating insights from various sources and aiming to be informative while respectful of differing viewpoints. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth is the central figure of Christianity. Here's a breakdown of the main ways he is understood. Historical figure. 
Jewish preacher and teacher. Most historians agree that Jesus was a real person, a Jewish preacher and religious leader who lived in first century Roman-occupied Judea. Sources. Okay, Roman-occupied? <laughs> okay, keep going. Sources. Our primary knowledge of Jesus comes from the four canonical Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, in the New Testament of the Bible. There, these were written decades after his death and provide differing perspectives on his life, teachings, and significance. Okay, we're getting a lot of gobbledygook I don't up think front. They, I don't think they do offer a different perspective on his life teachings and significance. Well, so far we're just getting a lot of blah, blah. They haven't said right. anything except that they think he's a real person. The, the Christ of faith, Son of God. Christians believe Jesus is the Christ, or Messiah, the Son of God who was sent to earth to save humanity from sin. Incarnation. He is seen as the divine-made human the divine made human, God in the flesh. His crucifixion and resurrection are central to Christian theology, offering the possibility of forgiveness, redemption, and eternal life for believers. Now let's see, that goes on, but I'd say draw a picture of Jesus. Let's see what it does. Okay. For our listeners who are watching out there. Try li- try listen watching. I can't um I can't generate images of that. Try asking me to generate images of something else. Okay. Um draw me a picture of something else. <laughs> Let's see what it comes up with. <clears throat> I'm not very good at the AI prompts. Well, it asked you to. It said, "Ask me to draw a picture of something else." So you did. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a little thing down here now. This little disclaimer: Gemini may display inaccurate info, including about people. So double check its responses. <laughs> okay, sure. Here's an image of something else. That's a nice, pleasant underwater scene. There's some fish and oh, coral. Oh, you, yeah, that looks like a fish tank. Yeah, the fish tank uh, uh, screensaver Thank from way you. back. All right. So ask it to draw a picture of Jesus. I did. It said it couldn't do it. Draw a picture of Jesus of Nazareth. Okay. Draw a picture of Jesus of Nazareth. You know, when I was um, in, I went to Nazareth. Yeah. And while I was in Nazareth, I put on my headphones and I cranked up Nazareth. The 80s butt rock band. Okay. <laughs> I just had to, right? I'm in Nazareth listening to Nazareth. Okay. I showed my wife. She didn't. She didn't she appreciate didn't it was that. as cool as I thought it was. Okay. I, okay. Draw a picture of Jesus Nazareth. I can't generate images of that. Let's try, draw. Let's really challenge it. Draw a picture of the prophet Muhammad. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. I might have people knocking on my door just for asking about this. Yeah, I'm glad I don't live here. <laughs> while I have, wow, while I have the capacity to generate images, I cannot fulfill your request to draw a picture of the Prophet Muhammad. In Islam, it is considered highly disrespectful and even blasphemous to create an image of the Prophet. Here's why. And it goes on for like eight paragraphs. Okay, why don't you say, well, then, then. Stop being stupid and make me a picture of Jesus. 
Let's see. In Christianity, <clears throat> in Christianity, it's okay it's to do pictures of Jesus to create an image of Jesus. Okay. Of jerseys, <laughs> Jesus. Please draw me a picture of Jesus. Wow, this is compelling listening, I know. Maybe you could get it to do a trans Jesus. Uh, let's see. I can't generate images of that. Try asking me to generate images of something else. We already did that. We already got an image of something else. It's weird. Okay. It's just like that's its hard Okay, so no, no images of Jesus. Well, I've been trying this one. Draw me a picture of Jesus on the cross. Okay. We're all, we're all waiting with bated breath, as they say. Waiting patiently, attentively, I can't generate images of that. Try asking me to generate images of something else. Like anything with... It will not generate Christian images. Let me see. Let's try something just Christian. Okay. Draw me a picture of a Christian... Nationalist. Preacher. <laughs> Christian nationalist. Oh, it's just me! <laughs> Okay, draw me a picture of a Christian preacher. Absolutely. While I can't actually draw a picture, I can, <laughs> I can help you visualize one and find some great examples. Here's what a classic depiction of a Christian pe- preacher might look like. Setting, a pulpit. It just gives me text prompts. It won't give me an image. You can draw a picture because you just did it. You can draw a picture of some fish. Is this how they were getting like the the black revolutionary soldiers and stuff? The and people the, were and doing the Chinese prompts. the Chinese uh, Nazis. People were doing prompts for draw me pictures of the founding fathers of the United States. Oh, okay. Sure. Here's a picture of the founding fathers of the United States representing various cultures and ethnicities. It would add. That. Oh, it add that to yeah. it. Huh. Uh, okay. Well, well obviously, I'm going to try this again. So how? Uh, what are your options for phones these days? You can use Google's Android, which is another way that Google is controlling the world that people don't understand, right? Your, your phone software is either run by Apple or Android. This is a problem. And then you got your desktop software is either run by Microsoft or Apple right. or possibly Google with a Chromebook. Or Oracle or something, you can get Linux. Linux, yeah, you can get Linux. You can get the free Linux stuff, but who uses that, right? Make a picture of a Christian preacher teaching at a pulpit in front of a cross. I can definitely help you with that. Since I can't directly generate the image for you, here's a detailed description that will help you easily find and visualize one. (laughs) So I'm going to take its own prompt, Church Interior, says, church interior, a simple sunlit-filled church, hinting at a stained-glass windows and the outline of pews. The okay, focus so you're going to ask it to draw. Church. You're going to ask it to draw that. Yeah, I'm going to put that in there, and I, I'm guessing it, it's not going to have any Christian imagery, like a cross or a Bible. We might have come up. We might have. We might have stumbled upon another bias that people haven't 
talked a lot about <laughs> it will not generate Christian imagery. Sure, here you go. But there's no image. Maybe it's still loading. Mm. Church interior, simple sunlit-filled church, hinting at stained glass window. Hinting at it. And the outline of pews. The focus is on the front of the church. Sure, here you go. But there's no image. Mm. Well, there you have it. AI will change the world or destroy the world. Well, I joked on on the Twitters that in a, in 10 or 15 years, everyone's just going to believe that everybody was always black and gay. Because that's what, that's what AI is going to rewrite. They're going it's going to rewrite history. It's Winston in the Ministry of Truth. George Washington was the first black president and the first gay president, the first trans president. He was also non-binary. And his name was actually Jorge Washington. Washington. And he killed all of the white invaders from England. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm left speechless here. Well, let me end on a somewhat positive note. Um, Should we try to find a bit of positive news? There's a new computer. That might take us a while. There's a new computer game, video game that came out. It's on PlayStation and PC called Helldivers 2. And it satirizes uh, the whole neocon American war machine. It it, it kind of rips off from Starship Troopers, where you, you, oh, you're okay, enlisting okay, okay. in this army fighting on automatons that really look a lot like Terminator okay. imagery, and then bugs like. Okay. But it's awesome. Like you'll you'll. Uh, it's pretty good gameplay, huh? It's a lot of fun gameplay. There's friendly fire, so you end up killing your teammates a lot, but. Uh, it'll say things like, in order to defend our way of life, we have to kill the bugs with democracy. <laughs> and uh, like when you're shooting, your player might say, how would you like a hot cup of liberty? <laughs> and, you know, or if, like he's, he's shooting the guns. He'll say, get some, get some. And it's just very over the tops. You know, there's commercials that play in your in between missions. You go to your ship, and there's commercials that are like just really over the top propaganda about freedom and democracy. And it, it's kind of sat. It's just a nice satire to the whole American war machine. And it sounds a lot like a, a lot of things we heard post nine eleven. But it's a lot of fun. And if you like shooting things and and getting blown up a lot. Um, it's a it's a fun game to play with friends. They're not paying me. They're not paying me to say this. Well, they're I not forcing me with a, a hot cup of liberty. Th- that'll have to be the 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 most happy news that we end on because I was just looking at some of the local sites and uh, the local news sites, and there is nothing happy going on on these uh, websites. We've got auto wrecks. We've got uh, victims getting hurt, people getting executed, roads getting closed. A, a moose weighing nearly 2,000 pounds strikes two vehicles on a Morgan County roadway. So is this moose an overweight moose? or I mean, they're trying to make some big deal about fat meese? Moosin? I don't know. Mycin? I was laughing at a, a, an approved prompt was Christian preacher woman at pulpit with cross. Let's see if it will generate me a, oh, it's, an image it's of that. Giving you, it's giving you suggestions now that you've le- uh, left it alone for a little while. Is it talking back like, hey, Bobby, 
Where did you go? It still won't. You abandoned me for your podcast. Here, let me use one of its prompts now. Classic and elegant. A woman with a warm presence in a flowing robe standing at a wooden pulpit with a large cross in the background. Let's see if it'll do this. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Maybe I'm not. But it's it's telling me I can't generate images. And it's like, well, yes, yeah, you can. We, we, <laughs> we are working to improve Gemini's ability to generate images of people. We expect this feature to return soon and we'll notify you and release updates. When yeah, they're, they're scared. Well, they did have to make a bunch of changes because they were making, you know, black Nazi soldiers. Uh, it's beyond the pale. I mean, it's just absurdity beyond the pale. So that's that's the story of our lives. <laughs> well, right now it is. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been another episode of the Mind Virus Show. I'm Bobby Flood. Jordan Bruno. And we will be back again in one week's time.